This is Nebraska Farmcast from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Department of Agricultural Economics. I'm Ryan Evans. An important step in the record-keeping process and one that shouldn't be skipped is reconciling. The process is worth the time to ensure that all records associated with a financial account are consistent with each other. So for more on reconciliation and its importance in farm and ranch record keeping, I'm joined by Jessica Groskopf, an agricultural economist with Nebraska Extension. Hi, Jessica. Hey, Ryan. So what is reconciling in terms of financial record keeping? Yeah, so reconciling is making sure that everything is correct. So first thing that we're going to do is we're going to gather up all of our stuff. And I think this is the step that everybody gets stuck on. And that's when your bank statement comes in, finding all of your receipts um, that would be associated with that bank statement, invoices, and deposit slips. And we're going to start by checking our bank statement against those items. And so if you're like most farms and ranches, those receipts are, you know, like in the pickup (laughs) seat or they're in the tractor cab or they're in somebody's pocket somewhere. And so, um, you know, most of the time, the biggest hurdle is actually just getting everything together. Once you have all that together, then it's like I said, checking for accuracy. And although banking is much better, right, it's much faster, um, there's still an opportunity for mistakes. And so that's what we're looking for um, are those mistakes first between the bank statement and the receipts. So you kind of mentioned it already. You're you're checking information in these accounts against each other. But just what's your message to producers on why reconciling is so important? Yeah. So if we've if we've done the first step, right checked our bank statement against our receipts. The next step is to check our checkbook um, or whatever we're using as a a handwritten or kind of lifetime register of accounts. Um, And that allows us to better manage our money and and make decisions. So if I know that I wrote a check um, for $5,000, that $5,000 is going to be maybe reflected in in my bank statement And so I know that I shouldn't spend (laughs) um, that amount out of my account because it's it really doesn't exist. Once that check clears, it's not going to be there. So it allows us to have a more up to date balance. And then also, if we're thinking about our our checkbook a little bit more, um, if we're reflecting our fees and our interest, that all has to be reflected in both places. So reconciling ultimately if you go through the process we'll make sure that your bank statement matches your receipts um, but also that the balance on your bank statement and the balance of your checkbook are reconciled to one another so we know what checks are are have not cleared or deposits have not cleared our bank statement um, and that all of our transactions are accurately reported in whatever that that other ledger active ledger is whether that's your checkbook or a financial accounting software So can you talk more about the specific steps that you recommend in the reconciliation process? Yeah. So again, first step is get all your stuff together. Second step is to compare your bank statement to your receipts and your invoices and your deposit slips. We're going to repeat that process with the checkbook, comparing it um, against the receipts, the invoices, and the deposit slips, making sure we didn't (laughs) uh, make an incorrect entry there. And then we're going to compare the uh, bank statement to the checkbook. So um, all four of those documents or document types that we're gathering, we're going to cross check um, against each other. And at the end, if we have um, items that are missing off of the bank statement, we're going to complete a bank statement reconciliation sheet that then allows us to show that the balance 
the true balance of the bank statement for the missing checks and deposits is equal to that that is shown in the check register. So what are you left with at the end of the process? Hopefully you're left with peace of mind that you know that your numbers are correct. So again, uh, understanding an accurate balance of, of how many funds are available to you and that there are no um, mistakes either on the, the bank's end or on your end. And what should people watch out for in the process? Maybe some common errors that you see or have heard of. Yeah, so <laughs> common errors, at least for me, are commonly those fees and interest deposits that go through um, that the bank automatically does, or um, maybe an automatic deposit or automatic withdrawal that you have on your account that you're not reflecting in your checkbook. So I'm constantly at the end of the month writing those in. The other thing is those those missing checks. So um, maybe you mailed a check and it got lost in the mail and you never checked on it. Um, and so that balance is, is floating out there. So it's really important that, that you go back through and check to see whether or not you have any outstanding deposits or checks. Um, and that's something that, again, banking is, is much faster than it used to be, um, but there are still errors that are possible. It's Jessica Grosskopf, an agricultural economist with Nebraska Extension on the importance of reconciling as part of your record keeping process. And she has a great new article on our farm and ranch management website, farm.unl.edu, with some examples of the documentation that reconciling involves. Thank you, Jessica, very much for your time. Thanks, Ryan. This has been Nebraska Farmcast a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.